What's up, everybody? BC, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is Supreme Being. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on every major platform. Make sure you check us out. Also, I have the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe as well. I'm going to start leaving a link for the podcast to the YouTube channels and all that stuff as well. Sponsored, first and foremost, by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need help with real estate worldwide, we can help you. Go to teambcsold.com. And message us, or you can email us directly at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two, special announcement. The 30-day cold calling challenge begins in six days, and we just released the ability to sign up. Link will be in the comment section here for the podcast. It's also on my Instagram story, Facebook story, Facebook page, YouTube, everywhere. Okay, so go sign up. We only have 100 spots, and I know this one's going to fill up quick because everybody's been requesting for the cold calling challenge. And lastly, but not least, modern success. If you want to get closer to me, get more into the mindset, learn more about the things that I've used outside of business to help me in business plus business, it'll help you a lot, okay? And also shout out to everybody who wants to partner with me uh, at EXP and all the people that I've helped. You can go to partnerwithteambc.com, okay? So let's begin. So uh, as I was... Going through my thoughts today, uh, shout out to Kevin. He just got back from Alaska and uh, he came to the office and he checked it out. It's his first time seeing it. He enjoyed it. We talked for a good hour, hour and a half, but I wanted to talk in terms of something that we discussed there for a while. And this idea just came to me right before I turned on the camera and started this podcast. Okay. And it is this idea. Everything we do from the moment we wake up until the moment we go to sleep, you in essence are feeding one of two versions of yourself as you live, okay? Think about that for a second. There's a side of you that's composed of many things that you enjoy about you that you feel probably is the real you or it's more connected to how you actually are. And there's a side of you that you don't like. That's where all the insecurities are and all the stuff about you that you wanna change or make better, okay? I just wanna keep it simple like that. So you have we can say side A, which is how you actually are and want to be, and you have side B, okay? The old folk folklores, I think of uh, the Native Americans, they would say you have the good wolf and the bad wolf, the good and the evil one, and you're feeding either one, and every day it's a fight to either be the good one or the evil one, right? Very similar as far as teaching. So when I explain this to people, and I've adopted this way of thinking for a very long time, I think its simplicity helps you. Because if you're ever in doubt in a situation and you have the inclination to do something, let's see, I'm gonna sneeze, sorry. You wanna eat something, okay? You want to take a set of action. You wanna approach somebody. You want to act on that idea that you have. You want to finally uh, look at your finances. You wanna rewire some beliefs and philosophies. And when you hit that, that crossroads, it's very easy to make the right decision. Why? Because you can ask yourself that. Which side of me is this feeding? Many people ask, well, if I lack drive, if I lack motivation, and I find myself watching movies or doing this, ask yourself, I'm about to turn on this fucking movie right now, okay? It's 8 p.m., 7 p.m., whatever time it is. Is this feeding the right side of me or not? Okay, that's a very simple question to answer. If you've been up since 5 in the morning, and it's 8 or 9 p.m., and you've been working your ass off, and now you want to watch a movie, well-deserved. But if you've been bullshitting all day, and now you wanna watch a movie, it's probably not the best choice. You should probably buckle down and do something to feed the other side of you. 
Okay, it's that simple. And as I continue to develop, my thought processes stem down at the root to something simple like this. So me being a strategist, me being who somebody who looks at life as like a chessboard and everything I'm doing is for a reason. Everything I'm doing is to better myself. Everything has this, this end goal where I see this action or this thought or this thing that I'm doing helping me or somebody else or the world in the long run. It's easy for me to make these decisions. I see so many people stuck in the decision-making process. I don't know why. It's easy to make decisions. We've fallen into the trap of now taking forever. Oh, take your time on making a decision. That's the worst fucking advice you could get. You want to get to the point where you can make from a small to a big decision quickly. Okay? If I can tell you one thing that I've seen that's synonymous between some of the biggest thinkers in this world, the most successful people, is they make decisions often and fast, man. Always. And yes, you're going to make mistakes, but that's a part of the game. No one has a track record of making 100% decisions correctly. Nobody. I can tell you this. Follow two individuals. One who makes decisions quickly and often, and the other one who takes their fucking sweet time and takes forever to make decisions. I guarantee you the one who's making them quicker is going to have the opp more opportunities. They're going to get better at decision-making and they're going to be better in the long run. If you do the study between pairs of people and you take 10, I will put my life savings. I'll put everything into the people who make decisions faster in the long run. Overall, we'll do much better than the other people. I don't know where this train of thought come from, uh, came from. Sorry. I think I remember being told this. And now that I think about it, I was told to take my time making decisions from people who made shitty decisions all the time and didn't have the proof and the success and the results for me at that moment to say, wait, let me look at your life. If you're giving me this advice, you better be a demonstration of good, of results, of something that I would want. Otherwise, I'm not going to take this advice. So now that I look back as I'm on this podcast, it makes sense. So again, you need to get to the position where you make decisions quickly. Yes, we want to be meticulous. You can make a good decision quickly. Okay. Now that's a skill that has to be earned by making decisions more often. So as time goes on, I make decisions faster and faster. And it's cool because I get to move at a level that other people can't move on. I'm making decisions in moments that are taking some people based on the feedback I'm getting from them years. How many people have messaged me and said, man, I've been wanting to, for example, get into real estate for X amount of time. And some of these messages are one year, two years, some people have told me they've been wanting to do it for five years. My answer is, what the fuck are you waiting for? That's my answer. And then I'll get this huge justification story for it. I'm like, that's an excuse, dude. I don't want to hear that. You're destroying yourself with those excuses, dude. It's sad. But then as they tell me more, I see through their text, if I talk to them, I can hear it, how they're conditioned. So it makes sense that they're taking forever to make decisions. If you're going to take one thing from this podcast, you're going to take one thing from this podcast, it's two. Two things, actually. One, every decision, run it. Say, is this feeding the side of me that I want to become and be better? Or is this feeding the other side of me? Then it becomes very easy which decision you should make. And it's not going to be easy, but do it. And two, make decisions faster. Make this your goal. 
If you're somebody listening to this right now and you normally take a week to make a financial decision, cut that shit in half and make it in three days and start working it down to where you can make decisions like this. And again, I will say it again. You're going to make mistakes just like I do. I fuck up a lot constantly, right? But my fuck ups now teach me more and I learn more. Why? Because if everything goes smooth, what's the indicator of what level you're at? Mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally, and every, everything else, communication-wise, whatever it is. What's, what's our indicator? The indicator that comes in that gives you a reality check on where you're at levels-wise is when you make the mistake. Because then what happens from that moment on tells us, tells me, tells the world, and tells yourself exactly what you need to work on and where you're at. Period. End of story. How many times have we seen a public figure make one wrong decision and their life crumbles? Whoa, you really didn't have your shit together. You made one mistake and everything is gone. Why? How? How did one little insignificant thing ruin your whole fucking life? Now, we see them and make fun of them, but you have to remember the, the celebrity, that person, that public figure, everyone, everyone's attention is on them, but that's happening on a micro level every day on, let's say, you know, my neighborhood, my city, your city, everywhere that you're at, it's happening. It's just those public figures, all the attention is on them. So you see, but on an individual level in society, this is happening too. It's just in them, they only have four or five people around them. Okay. They don't have 50, a hundred thousand, a million people watching them like a hawk and seeing what they do. So there's an added pressure for that person, of course, but they've earned that position. So with that comes that pressure. I talked about this last week. So regardless, regardless whether I'm the public figure or not, I know this as fact. Why? Just for me reading and watching interviews of these successful individuals. They may not have said, this is the key. You may not hear them say, I make decisions quick and all the time. It doesn't matter. You need to be able to use your intelligence and pick that up, which is another level of studying. It's not just the words they say or what they write in a book. It's what you're getting from them. So you can see when this guy's talking about some huge deal that he made, that he put it together and got it closed within 12 hours or 24 hours. That's a clear indicator to you right there on that situation that they move quickly and they decided to move fast. They didn't directly say it, but by the situation and the context, you pick up, damn, that decision was made lickety split like this. Okay, noted mentally. I need to make decisions quicker. Now, obviously this guy's a billionaire, millionaire, whoever you're studying. So I know for a fact, based on their stories, that some of those quick decisions were made incorrectly. So I need to understand now, when I take that advice and apply it in my world, I'm gonna experience the same thing. It's not gonna be all rainbows and sunshine. Right? I am gonna have some issues. But it's okay, I gotta roll with the punches because I find out from them, some of their biggest victories and wins and accomplishments and ahas came from the wrong decisions. And just like I said earlier, that's the bar. That's where the bar is set, the indicator to see where you're at. So imagine the next time maybe, um, you know, everything is going, going, going smooth in your communication with people. And then you come across that one person who has that one personality trait that before would piss you off. Good. Now that you're in that situation and you encounter them, that now is an indicator to see what level you're at. So if they, give you that communication that used to piss you off and you think you're better than that and you've developed, 
and it still pisses you off and you react like you did a year ago, then you know, hey, this is an indicator that I'm not as advanced as I thought I was and I need to work on this shit. Or the opposite happens. Your response is completely different and you're like, whoa, a year ago, this used to fucking ruffle my feathers and now I'm handling this shit like a fucking samurai. I'm doing better. You have the indicator there live from your experience to see where you're at. That's beautiful. That's how you personally can judge your improvement. What is, but what does everybody else tell you? No, you have to have some sort of tangible way of proving you got better and you're improving. Oh, you didn't make a million dollars yet. You're not improving. Oh, you didn't do this. You didn't do that, which is all the negative Nancy's and, and haters and, and, you know, crit critics in your life. And by the way, any hater, um, am I coked up? No, dude. Why does everybody think I'm on fucking cocaine? Cause I have energy, right? I'm glad you brought that up, dude. That's been a rumor, right? That's been a rumor. I have fake teeth, which I don't, they're white, but look, my teeth are fucking crooked. If I had fake teeth, I'd get straight teeth. Number one, number two, it's so that's an indicator to me that the average communicator and the average person out there is so dull and monotone that if I come in with energy, open my eyes and I have some sort of spark, I have to be on drugs. Isn't that crazy? But thank you for bringing it up, dude. I'm glad you did. I'm not, I'm, I would willingly, uh, I would willingly on camera, if somebody wants to do a, what's it called, a drug test. I'm not on drugs, right, uh, at all. So I would willingly do that. You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm glad he asked though. I don't think he meant it in a negative way, but it's good for you to see it, right? It's good for you to see that I'm not on drugs, but I have this level of energy. It shows what you guys can do. Anyways, so going, going back to what I was saying, you finally have that indicator that you need to let you know what level you're at. And as a practitioner, if you watch me and you're somebody who's looking to get better at certain things in life and you're all, you're all from different walks of life, right? And when things don't go your way or when you're presented with that uncomfortable situation or what typically tests you, you need to put that in your life more and more. So as you're making decisions all the time, and let's say there's a type, there's a type of decision that you normally make. Maybe it's for taking action. Maybe it's financial where normally you struggle. Then you need to put yourself in a position to make more decisions in that, in that area to test yourself. So from a decision-making process, from a decision-making process, this is the way you work on it. If you're like, dang, whenever it comes to financial decisions, I punk out, I take too long, I'm scared. That's the arena and realm that you need to play in more because that's where you need work. Because maybe in other areas, you make decisions like this. So you've already developed that. But in that one particular arena, that's your weakness. Cool. That's where you need to play. 20% of your time, 30% of your time making decisions needs to be put there. You need that pressure because a lot of people say, oh, the pressure, it's healthy pressure. Pressure is good for you. Okay. You've heard the old cliche saying pressure makes diamonds. That's a great metaphor in this situation. You need that pressure as the basketball player, as the athlete, I wanted the ball at the end to take the final shot. I wanted that pressure. You know why? Because the people who step up to the plate with that pressure that end up getting the reward. Okay. Cause not everybody's going to step up to that. Not everybody's going to make a decision in that moment. Everyone, most people actually nine out of 10 will get the deer in the headlights. The one who actually decides embraces the pressure and performs, he gets rewarded for doing something that very few people will do. Therefore, the compensation is going to be higher and better than the average because of that situation, period, period. So again, remember what I said in the beginning, 
I'm presented with that situation where let's say I'm insecure in the financial realm and I need to make a decision in my mind. I'm like, I need to make a decision quickly. Why? Cause that feeds into the version of me that is better. Good. I want to go that way. If I take too long, this is feeding into the version of me that's insecure, that needs help, that isn't doing well. Okay, so I need to make decisions quicker. Boom, boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay? That's how you start working on this. It, it really is a simple formula. However, this is part of self-analysis and the work that individuals need to do for themselves. Because I can sit here and preach to you all day about this. Of course, I can. But it's not going to do anything because when this shuts off and my camera's off and this live is off, you're left with yourself. And then you have to consciously and purposefully put yourself in that position where you don't feel comfortable, which sucks on an emotional level, your body's going to respond. And then you have to make the decision. And you know that moment's going to come when the pressure's on, you're nervous, right? You're anxious, but you have to willingly say, I'm putting myself here. I'm going to do this. And you have to do it. Not with me or anybody else looking over your shoulder, not with me clapping you on. It needs to come from you. Because if it doesn't come from you and it's always pushed by me or somebody else, there's only so much that can give you. That's why I like accountability, it's great to have an accountability partner, a, a, a workout partner. But that drive and push can't come from them. It has to come from you. They need to enhance what you're doing, not be the reason that you're doing it, which is what accountability has turned into. The reason you're doing it is because of the accountability. Uh, that needs to be an addition to a bonus. It enhances. That's the way people need to look at it. Okay. So in closing, are you feeding the B version of you or the A version of you? And when it comes to decisions, we have to start having a sense of urgency, not from a scarcity standpoint, but from a, a point of if I'm focused, if I'm there, and if I follow the greats, I know they make decisions fast. So I need to start adopting that too. I need to start emulating these people that are doing very, very well. And one of the things they do is they make decisions quickly and often. Okay. So with that said, I'll end it here. If you guys have any questions, I'll take them for the next few minutes. But as far as the main portion, uh, we're done. I have a visitor. Mr. Farrell, what's up? You bored? Have you read Never Split the Difference? Years ago, yes. Utah Realtor, thank you, bro. I hope you took from this more than just inspiration, but thank you. Pre-course before the state exam. Um, as far as the real estate licensing process, I just say pass the test and do what you need to do. That's it. Love the cat, thanks. What did he break? Uh, he just knocked down a painting, but it didn't break. Otherwise I would have broke him. Will the cold calling be for expires only? No, no Rich. I would be doing people a disservice if I made the cold calling only about one thing. What I'm gonna teach in the cold calling challenge is universally applicable to everybody in any industry and even outside of cold calling because we're gonna be getting into the nitty gritty of communication. So I don't care who you are or where you're from, I highly, highly suggest and recommend that you get in the cold calling challenge because you will learn shit that you've never learned before and that I can guarantee. 
would you upload to YouTube every day? I used to, but the algorithm seems to favor me when I'm not uploading every day. So I'm not anymore. What made you bring all that energy and compassion out through real estate? It's more for helping Mr. Mr. Cap. I know I can help a lot of people. A lot of people come to me for help. So that's why I do it. And I teach in a way that is the most um, beneficial for people. And a lot of times that is me upping the energy, upping the enthusiasm and, you know, things like that. So that's why I do it. Cold calling challenge is already open for people to sign up. <clears throat> it's on my Instagram story. It's on my Facebook page. It's on my Snapchat. I pinned it as a comment on my newest YouTube video today as a pinned comment uh, with the link. If you guys want to sign up for the challenge, but I recommend if you're here on Instagram, just go to my story and swipe up. Do you plan to branch teams out in different counties? I don't know. Maybe at some point, maybe. Uh, how to develop Julia, how to develop a six figure income in real estate by Mike Ferry. Best NLP book. I don't think there's a best NLP book, Dylan. Start with the intro books and take it from there. You guys want to get good at NLP hypnosis and all that stuff. A book isn't going to teach it to you. It's a good way to understand the subject a little bit, but the best way that I've learned many things has been learning directly from a teacher. Look at this guy. Fucking clown. I will write a book, brother, but thank you. Would I do full YouTube full time, nothing else? Probably not, because I wouldn't be happy. YouTube's fun, but it's just one thing. Travel to Egypt? Of course. <laughs> Fucking Pharaoh. Cool. All right, guys, I'm going to take off. Thank you for being here. As always, if you guys want to contact us about real estate, teambcsoul.com, Modern Success link is in the bio. If you want to go to the cold calling challenge, please, please go to my, again, Instagram story, the newest YouTube video on my main channel, pin comment, Snapchat, it's everywhere. Okay. Peace. Uh, do you find that people need to feed both selves? No, people do it unknowingly, Kevin. People have become unconscious that they're feeding their shitty side instead of feeding the good side. You need to become aware of it and only feed your good side as often as possible. Are you going to be perfect? No. But if you feed your good side 90% of the time, you're going to be living a lot better. Straight up. All right. All right, dude. Peace.